Hey, it's me. <laughs> I like my B-roll so much, I'm in it. Yeah. I haven't watched that in five years. It's time. time to, well, we haven't no, watched I, it. I watched it again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched it again after the last session. It's fucking, really? It's fucking It's good. part of the lore now. It's, it's great. Captain Fry's lore. Like, call 1-800-BBB-ROLL. <laughs> I, are, we, yeah, are, we, are we good? Like, what's going on? No, no, I'm just, <laughs> this is this is called open material. So. Right, 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 right. Hello and welcome to the Make Apple Fries podcast. I'm Ian. And I'm Gavin. Welcome. Looks like we're trying to stick to a little bit of a schedule here. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I can't, I'm not sure I can take the shock to the systems. Like, yeah. like... <laughs> Well, you, <laughs> again? Wait, 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 so soon? Yeah, We're doing this again? Well, you clearly couldn't because you didn't manage to watch anything much between the last show and now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, like a little bit of context here. So I'm a very busy man. It's No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not going to play that card, although it is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but okay, so you... Have been blasting on Twitter is like we're oh we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the Batman we're gonna be talking about the Batman we're gonna be reviewing the yeah, Batman. Because I asked you earlier in the week and you said we should blasting. I did three tweets over two days. That's a that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> Steady on there, Tiger. That's a lot. That's more than I tweet normally, <laughs> especially over something that was never fucking confirmed in the first place. Yeah, well, Jack Dorsey gave me a call said you're tweeting too damn much. Well, good for him. Bad luck, <laughs> bad luck for Boudreaux and bad luck for Blank. <laughs> okay, so like the whole thing with the Batman is that the, com- the way that this conversation happened is that he was asking me, are you going to be able to watch Everything Everywhere all at once? Mm. That's the name of it, right? Yeah. Now, I am not ready to go to the cinema just yet. So, and seeing as Batman is playing on HBO, I said, the cha- I'll probably watch Batman before I watch Everything Everywhere all at once. Mm. And that is true. I probably will. But... There was never any discussion about, okay, we're going to review the Batman. No, I thought we were. And then, then, I, and then I guess it was a miscommunication. And then you started tweeting about it. I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think I'm going to be able to watch it in time for the podcast. Yeah, because if I thought you'd do an hour a night or something, it'd be good. I mean, that's the way, that's the way it's meant to be watched. That, that prob- when I do watch it, that probably will be how I watch it. Yeah. Um, because, but I mean, the- and, and, and I don't mean, you know, I hope I'm wrong about this, but just knowing that it's three hours kind of pisses me off. And, oh, I really? say, and I say that as a Batman fan. Yeah. You know, I love Batman. Like, I got a lot of fucking Batman comics when in I my went, house. When I went back to look at... I uh, have more Batman toys than I have any other toys. There's a lot of toys. I got a lot of Batman. Lot so, of, and, even, and even, as a, even as a loyal Batman fan, I'm like, that's a long fucking movie. And also, as I'm, getting, Batman. as I'm getting older, I do find that I have less and less patience for long films. Like, they really need to just, they really need to be fucking amazing well, to did just... You, did you see this, the SNL song from a couple weeks ago? Which one's that? Uh, short-ass movies. Oh, I heard, it, I heard about it. I didn't yeah, see it. It was Pete no. Holmes going like, I want them short-ass movies, 90 minutes, nothing more. Pete Holmes or Pete Davidson? That's the one. <laughs> and I'm, I'm all about that I'm all about 90 minute movies later verses of the song are just them listing songs on movies on Netflix all the earnest movies they're all less than 90 minutes or an hour and 20 and all of Barry Sonnenfeld's movies like Barry Sonnenfeld did not like his movies to go beyond 90 minutes yeah. and if you look at all of his movies if you look at like RV if you look at Me- uh, Men in, the Men in Black movie I think Men in Black 3 might have been his long, one of his longer ones but I think uh, Men in Black 3 also might have been conflicted with stuff. yeah but if you look at like Get Shorty if you look at the Addams Family movies like all of his movies come in at 90 minutes or just under 90 minutes including credits yeah yeah. I, and he was originally offered Forrest, uh, Forrest Gump so imagine <laughs> Forrest Gump in 90 minutes I forget how long is that uh, well, it's not ninety minutes. Yeah, it's like two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even everything. I mean, I love that movie. Like, I, I know that I know that these days it's kind of like trendy to say to, to, to racist. It's no. trendy to shit on it for whatever fucking reason. But I love Forrest Gump. It's yeah. one of my favorite films. I, I like. I, I know that movie a little too well, <laughs> and and I know the commentary too well because I used to fall asleep listening to the commentary <laughs> when I was the, the first the first time I went to Singapore to work in two thousand nine. 
um, I would fall asleep listening to DVD commentaries. So I know the Forrest Gump commentary and the DVD commentary for Recount really well. <laughs> it's like really fucking random. What the fuck is Recount? Recount is the, uh, the, the HBO uh, movie that was made with Kevin Spacey, Dennis Leary. It was about the 2000 election with uh, George Bush and, uh, Al Gore. and Al Gore. Yeah. The recount. That's too specific. <laughs> <laughs> we so, got that B-roll. So instead of talking about the Batman, um, you should also just go cinema. Go watch everything everywhere at lunchtime or something. Okay, no, I mean, like, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. I've heard I've heard good things. Uh, but, yeah, I, it, it'll need to be a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. So, for, sorry, for, HBO, the brand deal's off. All that money you wanted to give us, it's gone. Sorry, man. Yeah. Sorry. We've, so, so, instead, we're going to talk about Jimmy we've, Savile. We've, we've, got, we've got too little money <laughs> to accept all of your money. Yeah. It would trigger so, a tax yeah. investigation so, yeah, if you paid could, us that we, much. So, seeing as we're not talking about Batman, we figure, let's talk about Jimmy Savile. Yeah, because you didn't want to talk about Reacher. <laughs> This is it. This is the show now. This, this is having a, this, this, a this, passive aggressive argument every week. This is what it is. You know, <laughs> you want us to stick to a schedule. This is what you get. We're busy <laughs> men. Uh, so, I mean, one thing I did manage to catch, uh, not in one sitting, by the way, uh, because uh, it's is uh, Jimmy Savile, a British horror story, which is currently on Netflix. Is it, it a movie or series? It's a it's a docu series. It's two episodes, but oh. each, but each episode is like an hour, like feature length. Mm. Um, so six episodes of Jim will fix it. Not not quite. It's not quite that sort of feel good. You're right, Jim. Jim uh, <laughs> uh, so I mean, just a little bit of background. Jimmy Jimmy Savile was a he's a tracksuit wearing pedophile. He's a tracksuit wearing pedophile. But before he was known to be a tracksuit wearing pedophile, he was pretty much a British institution. Hmm. He was a, a radio. He started off as a radio DJ. Now then, now then, and then, <laughs> and then hosted his own TV TV shows. Uh, Jim will, Jim will fix it, and a, a few others. Throughout the course of his career, he did a whole bunch of different shows. He was English. Where's he from? Not Yorkshire. Oh. Leeds. Leeds. Yeah, he was Leeds Santa Claus for many people. Because the I don't know what his radio show was like, but I would see him on Jim will fix it. Where Jim will fix it for you. You write in with your dream. It's like make a wish, but cheaper. Yeah, and, and I would like to see the, the Liverpool football team before I not die. It's not like I'm dying or anything. I just would like it or I'm yeah. poor, and, and he, he would sort it. And he would make this shit happen. Yeah, and he actually did do. A tremendous amount of charity work, particularly around hospitals. Later, you kind of understand why. I mean, uh, Smashy and Nicey are probably based on him, right? You know Smashy and Nicey from no. um, Harry Enfield? Oh, yeah, yeah, Always yeah. playing Backman. I don't like to talk about the charity work I do. But, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But yeah. now it's time for Backman Turner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. <laughs> you don't remember that? No, I mean, I remember it now, but it's like... Look, uh, full disclosure, I didn't really know much about Jimmy Savile. I had heard about him when I was a kid in England. I didn't, I don't have any memory of watching his programs. Your nan wasn't into it. Yeah, well, I mean, she might have been, but she never exposed me to it. Mm. You know, thank, thank God. Probably only one TV, so and, you did watch EastEnders with her, right? But I mean, when I used to watch TV with my nan, I was, I was older. You know, when I was a child in, in England... I didn't really watch a whole lot of TV with my nan, and when I did, it wasn't fucking Jimmy Savile. Mm. Uh, and when I did watch TV with my nan, once I was in university, we watched we watched mainly EastEnders, Coronation Street, and Countdown. Mm. Those were the those were the staples. Good mid afternoon staple. You didn't you didn't watch Going for Gold? Uh, no, that, I was no no no. I took a bath on that. Yeah, yeah. Andrew, that's uh, a <laughs> occasionally, you know, if you were feeling adventurous, you might like watch Doctors, mm. <laughs> Holby City. <laughs> 
You know, if you were, if I was really stoned, I might sit through Emmerdale, but that was about it. It's a slower pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although now Emmerdale is like people get murdered and run over and shit all the time. But anyway, like the most that I heard about Jimmy Savile was when all of this shit came out originally, like which I think was like 2012, 2013 was when mm. all of the the stuff started. To come After out. he was dead. After he was dead, uh, and he had this uh, thing. His epitaph on his on his gravestone was, "It was good while it lasted." <gasps> Uh, so, Fuck. I mean, the guy was like a fucking monster. Yeah. He was a monster. And, okay, so what this, uh, you know, when, when the scandal broke, uh, there were over, um, by the by the end of it, there were over 400 people who came forward saying that he had uh, e- either 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 molested them or raped them or, you know, sexually abused them in, in some way. And it was horrible. It was horrible. And as is revealed in this documentary, in this docuseries, uh, his victims ranged from the age, ages of 5 to 75. Oh, dear God. Um, and so a lot of his charity work had to do with these, with, with hospitals and he would volunteer as a porter in, in these hospitals and majority of his victims came from these hospitals. Oh Jesus. Like a lot of them came from these hospitals. Uh, some of them were also like just institutions for, for troubled kids. And, you know, he found, he had victims there. He had random, random victims like that. He would, uh, for, you know, in exchange for sexual favors, he would uh, have them be extras in his in the audience, in his in his shows, okay. like there were there were all of these things going on, and there was one particular um, episode of this show. I think it's called like Clink Clank or something like that. I I, I I might be remembering this wrong. Where he had on of all people as a guest, Gary fucking Glitter, mm. and the two of them together. You kind of like the way it's shot, the way that they show the footage of, of these men just sort of leering at at the. Uh, at the audience and, yeah. and, and the girls in the audience. I mean, the guy was a fucking monster. But what this uh, one th- one thing that's interesting about this documentary is that is that it also kinds of it kind of uh, shines a light back on British culture and the establishment. The establishment, because it's not to say nobody tried to tell people about this. Um, there were there were people who did come forward and 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 try to uh, you know try to tell try to tell the authorities what was going on, but the police never didn't really entertain it. Yeah. And as he he's got, Jimmy Savile, he's Jimmy Savile, and as he got older, you, you know, there, there's still that that whole thing. Like if you stick around long enough, sooner or later, you, you're just a legend. If you stick around long long enough, sooner or later, everyone just loves you because you're still around. Yeah. You know, you you become part of the uh, the lexicon. You become part of. British culture, British pop culture, and that's what he was. And because of that, even though there were rumblings and there were rumors and there were a lot of these things, because, like, throughout his entire life, he was never linked romantically to anyone. Mm. Like, to anyone, ever. And that in itself is kind of fucking weird. And there were a couple of interviewers who did try to question him about it, but he just had that... Like if you now then now then uh, come on there was a persona that could act very easily as a deflector right yeah like he was just like constant deflection and when you when you watch this docu series it's like this man never fucking he never stopped talking but he never said anything mm-hmm. that's he, radio DJs you know what I mean yeah unlike podcasts which but, but, are full but, of interesting information well like like right now son anyway but it's a it's not an easy watch. Mm. Having said that, it doesn't have like a lot of graphic footage. It's not like you're you know you're not going to be watching anything disturbing, mm. but you're going to be learning disturbing stuff about a very disturbing figure. And it's he was a fucking monster. And I recommend watching it for mainly because it's a fascinating character study of an evil genius. Mm. Because he was kind of an evil genius, like to he's like, like so like, in the public eye and to like get away with hiding it. in plain sight. And and the thing is, is that he fucking told people what he was doing. There were interviews in which he was like, he would say things. It's like, well, what do you like to do in your free time? I like to kidnap young girls. 
like he would just say things like that he'd just say things like that and people would laugh it off and he would have this sort of like uh you know like little twinkle in his eye like oh i'm fucking with you but actually he's not you know and and it's just like it's fucked up you know um just weird like fucking shit like that where he'd be like oh do you know what what do you like to do Uh, oh like a bit too much of everything actually in fact my case is coming up on sunday just just like weird deflecting humor things like that and like that whole sort of uh that joke of you know, my case comes up on Thursday, my case is up on Sunday, my case is up on Friday, whatever. Like, he used, he deflected with that a, a lot. lot. Jesus. Like, a lot. Like, they have this one section where they replay that, like, a, and he used that in a lot of different interviews. And and if you just go back and, like, and they interview certain people that interviewed him, like, they, in, they interview, like, women who interviewed him, and they watch back the footage of them interviewing him, and he was incredibly uh, inappropriate with them, but... In that interview, they seem to be lapping it up. They well, it's also the seventies, eighties. Yeah, right? yeah, and and watching it now, it's sort of like it's so cringeworthy. Where it's just like Jesus Christ. Like, I think I've seen. Is, is there some top of the pops footage in that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Where it's just some, like mm, gross. Yeah, and there's one, there's one bit in the top of the pops where like there's this girl sitting next to him, next to him, and she's wiggling around, very clearly being touched. Oh yeah, in some way. And you can see in, in, in Jimmy Savile's face that something's fucking happening. And he's groping around. Right? And this is all on fucking live TV. Yeah. It's, it's all on live TV. Or, I mean, live TV or it's being, like, recorded or whatever. But you can clearly see. And she's not, like, hating it, to be fair. Yeah. She's not hating it. You can't tell if she's hating it or anything. But it's also, I mean, this is what they say all the time, is that, like, he's talking direct to camera. You're on yeah. camera. And yeah. if you say anything, you're the one who's going to get thrown out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's a teenage girls because those yeah. audiences be full of teenage girls. Yeah. So, I mean, the one thing that that is that I found really interesting about it, aside from the uh, hello, aside from the character study aspect of it, is that you really do feel that well, you know, he's he was allowed to be this way. Yeah. You know. So that's what I was going to ask. Is there anything much on his ties to the establishment? Because there's been yes. bits and pieces yes. about Thatcher covering for him. Yes. I think. I mean, okay. In terms of like Thatcher covering for him or the royal family covering for him, they don't touch on that. Mm. But they do make it very clear that he did have very close personal ties with Thatcher and with the royal family. Yeah. Like, like Prince Charles would fucking write to him asking him advice. Yeah. Like, this has happened. How do I deal with this? And uh, there's um, a journalist or his biographer or something who um, is sharing the correspondence. So, like, he had a very close personal relationship with these people. Yeah. Like, he was he was connected up the ass. And he had close personal relationships with uh, the Leeds police. Uh, uh, mm. with the Leeds police. Because he would have, like, weekly meetings with the cops. Yeah. And it was never really uh, discussed what exactly they were talking about during these meetings. Whether it was, talk, whether it was like, sort of putting out fires or talking about whatever. And, and this is also something that's, uh, very, that you found out that was very troubling. Is that there was no task force dedicated to hunting down... There was no sort of like child sex trafficking or, ch- or uh, child abuse, child sex, sex, uh, child sex abuse, uh, sex, uh, sexual abuse for, for children. There was no task force put together in the UK ever until the mid-90s. Yeah. Prior to that... It was just not something. Well, it was a thing that only mutants and freaks did, so it wasn't like thought of. uh, And the guy who headed up this task force was sent a letter, an anonymous letter, detailing uh, Jimmy Savile's crimes. He sent the letter to uh, the Leeds Police HQ, and they buried it. Yeah. So. That's my mate. He wouldn't do that. Yeah. It's It's very. It's very similar to what happened in Ireland, where. You know, kids are damaged, something happened to him, he goes to his parents, the parents say the priest did it, they go to the cops, the cops tell the priests, and they're like, oh, no, Jimmy, he's misunderstood, or he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. And then the priest gets moved to another parish and does the same thing again. It's it's the same culture of abuse that they have. Yeah. Uh, and it's all down to the, the knowledge. It's not, it, it's a smaller scale where it's like, oh, he's the, he's the, he's the, he's the priest of the diocese. Everyone knows Johnny, he's fine. Or everyone knows Jimmy, there's no possible way, you know, or it's the, all the horrible things you hear, like, it's just like, Oh, they're trying to extort him for money, or it's blackmail, or 
they're trying to besmirch his name for some reason because they didn't get on Jim will fix it, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I recommend watching it uh, for, for the reasons that I've said. Like, it's a fascinating character study, evil genius and all of that. But that's the only reason I would... Uh, uh, it, it's, it's not a feel-good thing. <laughs> don't, wa- you know, don't watch it if you're, if you're looking for, uh, for light entertainment. It is, there's, yeah. no, there's nothing light about it. It's fucked up what happened. It's, it's you know, he, he was a fucking monster. But, yeah. it, but it, was, it was a very well-made series. Because hmm. no, it's interesting, because I, I understand the, the interest in the character, but when you said you were watching it, I was like, having actually seen Jim will fix it on TV as a kid, hmm. um, and realizing that in Ireland we're outside their boundaries and we wouldn't be able to, Jim wouldn't be able to fix it for me, which is now a blessing. I don't think I could watch it. I, couldn't, I didn't think I could bring myself to watch it again, just knowing how bad he was. Because like, you know, I, I remember following it at the time when the yeah. news started coming out. Yeah. See, I, like, I, I didn't fuck. have that baggage. I just, uh, like, I, I always knew of him. Hmm. It was impossible to not know of him, but I didn't know anything really about him. I never watched any of his shows. I wasn't familiar with him. Like I knew he was, I knew he was like a legend in, in British entertainment, in mm. British pop culture, but that was it. I never was not familiar with him. Weird place, British pop culture. <laughs> yep. Anyway, that's my fucking review. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, everything everywhere is great. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the impossible segue from Jimmy Savile. To Peacemaker. Why does there need to be a segue? It's like, now we're moving on to Peacemaker. Done. I just, I just did it. That was the impossible segue. It was a describing oh, an right, impossible right, segue. Right, right, yeah. I'm sorry. I was hanging a lampshade on it. Sorry. I did not see what you were doing there. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked it. <laughs> Can you tell that we plan all of this in advance? No, Foreman is the enemy now. That's the, that's the new McGavin prize. Exactly. Yeah. Foreman is the enemy. Yeah. So fuck the Batman. Yeah, I mean, half, half of your review was you working through some shit. I was quite happy. I was proud of what you're saying there. It's great, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's all good. Why do we have to review the Batman? Everyone else is reviewing it. I always, I always come back to that show. What was that show? The worst lady in the world, where they just talked about we are your friends. Every podcast, you know the the Zac Efron. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That was their setup. They were going to watch the movie and then do a podcast after. Like every week, every single week. (laughs) (laughs) I. I've mentioned this podcast to numerous people. I haven't listened to a single episode because it's terrifying. I am never, the concept is nightmarish. I am never watching it. It feels like a door to like HP Lovecraft horrors. You know what I mean? <laughs> Once you listen to one, that is it. I think you would only really need to listen to one. I mean, like how many... What, well, that's what, the thing. How much is there to possibly talk about? That's the thing that I'm concerned about because they've been going for hundreds of episodes and they've done live shows and they have a following. And all they do is just talk about this one movie. Apparently. All right. I think they're Australian though, so maybe that... There you go. There you go. There you oh, go. mate. Fucking Zach Efron, mate. <laughs> you, you know, like, at least, like, 30% of the podcast is just like, oh, mate. Yeah. Mate. Oh, it's fuck, mate. All right. So, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. <laughs> I... McGavin Fries, the timeliest podcast. Yeah. We didn't yeah. want to talk about this because you did... Um, I was watching it week by week. You got into it a little later, right? Because you were busy. Yeah. Uh, but then, did you mainline it? The, the days of me binge-watching a series in a day don't exist anymore. I don't, mm. I don't do that. I, I can't do that. I don't have the patience. Um, no matter how fucking good a show is, I cannot binge watch anything in a day. Uh, so the, the, the Peacemaker, Peacemaker, I, I think it was three days. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So pretty I, tight. Hmm? It's pretty tight. Yeah. Three, three days. Yeah. Not, not three days in a row. I think, uh, I think it was like, <laughs> it, uh, it was, it was three viewing days over the course of a week. Yeah. And I put this, uh, and I think I tweeted about this. I was just like, I can't remember the last time I enjoyed a, a TV show this much. Hmm. I'd fucking loved it. And I didn't really know anything about Peacemaker going hmm. into it. Like, uh, I didn't actually realize he was a real character till after the movie. No, I, I, I had heard of the character. And I mean, I knew he was a real character, but I knew nothing about him. Hmm. And, you know, I really enjoyed John Cena's performance in Suicide Squad. I thought James Gunn did an amazing job with, sui- with the Suicide Squad. And 
I was excited to watch this, but I was not prepared for how much I was, how much I really, really fucking enjoyed myself. Hmm. Like it was so much fun. It was so funny. Um, and I was blown away by John Cena's performance. Yeah. Like John Cena is like, like his stock went up, like just skyrocketed as far as I'm fucking concerned, like uh, with this, with this particular show, because he shows like, okay, like I've, I've always thought John Cena was a, the same thing with Dwayne Johnson. I've always thought that John Cena was a very, likable charming screen presence well, i never had any issues with him i've, I've always thought he was a he's, he's a cool action hero with 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 uh with with comedy chops yeah that was kind of like and and i didn't really give it that much thought and that's but the with, thing with any wrestlers because they are performers yeah but with this he shows incredible range incredible range as, as an as an actor like never mind a performer like as an actor you get to you know like he even plays the he even plays the fucking piano you know uh and, and he plays the piano. that's him that's him that's him. You can see it's his on my fucking way. fingers. He's on his way. <laughs> yeah. That was... like, and, and he plays the emotional scenes in, in the series really, really well, really truthfully and really nice and subtle and not overdone. It's like it's really nicely done. Every and scene with his dad. Every scene with his dad is fucking good. Every scene with Eagly is fucking choice. <laughs> Which is also even more... Was it Sean Gunn playing Eagly? I don't know. But like, there's nothing there. Mm. Right? I don't know. But that's just it. That's just it. It's like, that's the genius of it. Is that I, within seconds, stop asking that question. Yeah. You know how rare that is to, to watch something where you're not asking yourself those questions, especially as someone, especially as like people who watch movies a lot or people who are involved in the industry, to not ask yourself these questions is almost, it never fucking happens. It's yeah. like, it's like, is the eagle real? You know what? I don't give a shit. I'm just, I'm loving this too much to fucking burden myself <laughs> with these kinds of questions. Uh, and that's rare. Like the casting is pitch perfect. And this is also the first time in fucking years. I think, I think not since Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like I think, okay, Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Modern Family, and Peacemaker are the only shows that I will sit through the fucking theme song. Yeah. This one is the greatest, <laughs> is the greatest opening credit sequence I have seen in years. It's also really good for earning too. I have no doubt that it is. <laughs> Every fucking song in, in, like, this has a kick-ass... You know what? Just, like, and I think I tweeted this too. Just let James Gunn, just do whatever the fuck he yes! wants. Just let James Gunn do whatever the fuck he wants. You don't get it? It sounds weird? Fuck it. Just let him do it. He has proven <laughs> that this guy knows what the fuck he's doing. That's like, some... I mean, we haven't, we haven't talked about the story, and yeah, I'm not... I know, you just and, 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 That's how and, podcast and, works. You gotta and, individual you know, bits and pieces. But, but I'm not sure I even want to talk about the story. It's like... We'll who, get to that. We'll get who, to that. Who gives a shit what the story is? Like, watch it. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, you should fucking watch it. And it's not just for comic book fans. Yeah. It isn't. It is one of the funniest. <laughs> it is one of the funniest TV shows I've seen in years. It's also one of the cleverest. It is incredibly smart. It's incredibly funny. It has real depth. There's real character development. And, but in the midst of all of this, it somehow manages to be ridiculous fun. Yeah. Watch it. Is that it? I mean, that's, that's my review. You forgot how we did. No, we we're not doing. Sorry, I gotta do like a five minute, ten minute rant now. All right, 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 right. No, no, no. We don't have to do that. Like, I, I wasn't expecting to do like a, a rant about it. I just, I just got swept up in the moment. Yeah, because I was like, shit. Okay, we. I guess we, you know. You, you forgot how to podcast. You can talk about the actors. You can, you can talk about the actors. You can talk about the actors. Do you talk want to taste it? Not do you want to pick it? The thing <laughs> so, I love about that song is every time I listen to it, it's the a jet into the sky on a flying thing. Mm -hmm. it's the fact that I mean because they're Swedish mm -hmm. I also love the fact that it's not 1980s rock it's like from 2010 mm -hmm. but it sounds like it 80s it sounds rock. like it belongs and yeah. it's the choice of James Gunn to get that and it's just 
everything about it. I love the fact that uh, I've heard like James got the girl. Uh, what's her name? Jennifer. Uh, what? I mean, Harcourt. Jennifer Holland. Yeah, like Jennifer Holland. I've seen somewhere he said she's a dancer, so she was nailing it. Yeah. Adebo's wife. Her name. Whatever her name is. You can clearly see her concerned about the steps. Yeah, like no, she's not no, clear. It's not just her. It's like even uh, even like Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick's just doing something. Ro- 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 Robert Patrick at the end of it. Ro- Robert Patrick at the end of it. He moves completely out of out of time. Yeah. with everyone else, and I love that. I love that they leave those mistakes in. Yeah. and even at the end of the sequence, everyone's breathing. At the end of the sequence, you can see like everyone's fucking exhausted. And Eagly's looking for his mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. not sure if he nailed it or not. Yeah, and I love all of that. I love all of those little imperfections, you know, and um, and uh, Vigilante, fucking genius. Vigilante's suit mm. is one of the best superhero... I, I don't even... I mean, Vigilante... Accurate. Was, it's so accurate. I, not, I don't care about the accuracy. I don't know him. Apparently, uh, he was in one of the CW shows, Arrow or something, or a version of him was. Mm. But, like, it's just, like, the chevron on the chest mm. and the mask and the way it looks. Because mm. he's basically Napoleon Dynamite. Pretty much. Underneath yeah. that suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think he's a bit more ripped. It looks iconic. Yeah. Like, it is. Like, it's a... I mean, a Vigilante is a, a George George Perez co-creation. And... Um, Thoughts with George. Uh, yep. And I am not familiar with Vigilante in any of, like... I have no idea where he's been featured in any of the fucking CW or WB shit. Um, I only heard about it after. But I used to read the Vigilante comic when I was, like, fucking 10. Who was that by? Um, I can't remember who it was by because back then I didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but where were you getting Vigilante? Well, this is just I, like at the mine shop. There was this comic book shop. At the, uh, there was just Mid Valley. No, no, Before Mid Valley. Like the mine shop for people are from Malaysians our age who who read comics. You will know the mine shop was originally in Uptown Damansai Utama. Oh, okay. Um, that was the, that was uh, where that, they were pretty much the they were the original comic book store. There was pretty much the only place you could get fucking comics. I mean, after that there was a bit of a boom, and mine shop had like a multiple chains. They opened one in uh, Center Point. They opened one in Star Hill. Mm. Um, but the original shop was in Damansai Utama. I got caught stealing. <laughs> <laughs> it's long going you can say it now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The, the owner Alex he caught me stealing <laughs> he, saw, he caught me stealing I was stealing uh, the first issue of Grey that, the, the manga Grey yeah no. yeah yeah it's, it's old yeah. and, and Pineapple Army like that's like that's, we're going way back this is the 80s Jesus bro. Christ the oh 80s, 80s. Oh, that's what I was no wondering. no 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 Akira Akira okay yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I was stealing Akira the big fucking volume the first thing uh, I, I can't remember if it was the trade or if it was a reprint of one of the single issues <laughs> No, but I was such a sneaky shit. I had already bought comics. So I, I was walking around. Like, looking back in it now, I was not smooth. No. You know, walking around with the bag. I'll just put this in the bag. And then ran out. And then... And then, <laughs> then Alex like Alex is like, uh, if you do that again, I'm gonna have to fucking... Ch- call. And, and I tried to throw my friend under, under the bus. My friend who wasn't even with me. <laughs> like, I was just like... It was me! It wasn't me! It was Dave! <laughs> <laughs> It was your mate Dave. It was my mate Dave. <laughs> it's like you, it's like you know my friend Dave. He's like yeah. Why is he stolen shit here? Is he has he stolen stuff too? No. <laughs> <laughs> then what about Dave? I don't know what I'm saying. Is this like your <laughs> secret origin? Is this why? Is this what drove you to become an actor? To become a better actor? Mm. When you get caught stealing shit. No, I. I uh, the, the motivation to become a better actor was when people started telling me I was crap. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, you were reading the Vigilante in '85 or around, around, or no, no, it was it was the '80s. It, it, it would have been. Um, it was definitely the '80s. I don't remember the stories that well. I just liked how the character looked. Mm. 
And what I really liked about this is that he looks like the character I read. Yeah. Like, in a comic book way, not in a cinematic way. That's what I mean. Like, it, yeah. it, I mean, that, sorry, yeah, look, looking up brief pictures of it, it's like, it's a black silhouette that could not possibly exist as a human yeah. outfit, but they managed to nail it. But yeah. just the way, I just thought... Although the character interpretation in, in this show is far more comical yeah. than, than he is in the actual comics. And he's so good because he's so fucking dumb. Yeah. He is, the arguments... This is my favorite part of the show. I think you touched on the humor. I tried to watch it with my partner. She didn't quite get in the first episode, so I watched it on my own after that. Yeah. But I think the first episode doesn't have so much of this. But the thing I loved, and especially with John Cena, is these long scenes of him arguing about fucking inconsequential shit mm-hmm. with Vigilante or the next door neighbor yeah, yeah. or whatever the fuck is going on. Like yeah. even the next door neighbor is in the opening credits. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> A lot of people who are one episode who are not really <laughs> consequential to, to the plot at all are in that opening scene. Yeah, do you want to do this? Yeah, sure. I'll yeah, yeah, sure. But I love those long drawn out scenes of banter back and forth of them just being stupid. Yeah, and then like only after a good like there's a point where Peacemaker could probably stop being stupid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He lets it go before, but then eventually he pulls it like, no, you're just being dumb. Mm-hmm. But he could have done that earlier, and it's that it's that. Um, it's that Simpsons thing of like the third or fourth time it gets more, it gets funny, stops being funny. Yeah. And then it gets even funnier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even, and even as things escalate and become more problematic and as the plot kicks in and you can sort of see it's like, oh, the fucking, you know, it's a superhero thing. So obviously the, uh, the, the fate of the world is in the balance. Yeah. And which is a surprise because I, I thought it was just going to be, no, we're going to get him to do some wet work shit because he's a, he's a mostly mo- amoral. Yeah, no, but it turns picture. out to be a much more global affair. Yeah. And even then, it never stops being fun and funny. Mm. Like, never. You know, as someone who tries to make fucking movies, <laughs> you know, when you watch something done as well as this, it, it's just like, huh? How do you fucking keep the ball in the air this long? You know, yeah. like, and, and so consistent. There's not a crap moment in it. Mm. There's no moment that doesn't ring true. There's no episode that feels out of place. And, and I am fucking famous for uh saying that pretty much every series ever goes on too long yeah you know and this is one this is one show where i'm like i'm looking forward to every ep no ep feels out of place no ep goes on too long no ep feels like it it, like it's a perfect i wanted more episodes yeah and you never know what you're gonna get like it could just be we're gonna go kill some butterflies or we're gonna hang out with the trailer and and like even or we're gonna get a laundry list of pop culture characters that they could have pinned to care on other than his dad yeah and also, like, at the end, you know, at the end with those, with that fucking awesome cameo. Yes! Fucking beautiful cameos. The two of them. Well, it was originally supposed to be, I mean, like, it was, it was more, only two. More, yeah. I mean, it was, it was more than two of them, but yeah. you only saw it. You only, like, had, like, proper screen time with two of them. Yeah. But it was more than two of them. And, uh... One, oh, they, they turn up, but you see the two actors' faces. Yes. And it's the two who have a movie coming up. Yes. Yeah. And, and it was supposed to be, like, originally, if you watch it and you're asking, well, where the fuck is uh, so-and-so... Uh, they did shoot it with that person, but they had to remove it because of like something to do with legalities. I was surprised at that because I was I was multiply surprised at the show because the butterflies seem like such a small threat, and apparently again that's probably something from the comics because James Gunn knows his shit so so well. Yeah, but that it became such a big thing. I thought it was going to be such a small thing. Yeah, and also the cow. <laughs> what the fuck is side the. <laughs> it was hilarious to look at when you yeah, see yeah, it. You're yeah, like, yeah. "Holy shit! Yeah. This is what we're doing with." Yeah. Like it did become a big show without having to have a blue light in the sky, right? Yeah, yeah. And then 
like it, it, it turns into a world ending event without feeling like the same way that every other show is because a lot of people complain about these these days that again it's a blue light in the sky yeah, yeah or we're yeah, going to yeah. turn off this thing and then the enemies will die which is always sucky no and I, and I think that the reason why it works is because the world ending event isn't the focus no the focus is always the characters they're still fucking arguing yeah like the, the what was it they had what was it we should use this helmet and then the helmet fucked off right yeah yeah and this is also what makes Guardians of the Galaxy work so well. Yeah. Is that it's not about the crisis. It's about how the heroes deal with it. Which is the way it's supposed to be. That people get to ask backwards now. Yeah. Like, uh, so, so, so... The, the you event never, is you, supposed to reflect the character's development, not the other way around. You never really... So, so you never get lost in, in a cliched, big CG fight fest in the end. Yeah. Because the focus is always on them. It's always on Peacemaker and the team and how the fuck do we deal with this? As opposed to, oh, here's the spectacle. It's not even how the fuck do we deal with this. It's, it's how do we sit down together and plan? Because they don't even fucking get the conversation started. No, no, no. But how do we get Vigilante to shut the fuck up five minutes to actually do it? I can go, what was it when they're, when they're staking out the, the, the sniper mm-hmm. scene? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what are you doing here? And I was like, was he hiding behind a tree? Is that that one? And fucking Judo Master. Eating his fucking... Eating his fucking... Cheetos. Cheetos. <laughs> Yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck you fuck you and he fucks those two guys <laughs> Completely that was, that, like, oh, that was the best that was the best and and like for me it oh it's like the 7-Eleven yeah yeah I mean and to be fair he fucks up two guys throughout the movie no sure. but I just love that he's, eat, he's eating flaming hot Cheetos because I love flaming hot Cheetos hashtag <laughs> relatable and it's like and I'm short so it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's your Halloween costume if sorted I, if I could play any role in this series I want to play fucking judo master because I was surprised that like they're in the, the, the credits and then you don't see them much more and then it's like oh no they're yeah. gonna be around yeah but what fuck, another, you. fuck you what I really liked was the revelation behind that character mm. it's another level of the story right mm-hmm. and the, the, the eventual we're talking in vagaries in case you haven't seen it but you know the eventual final temptation at, at of, this point all you need to know about it is that if you haven't seen it you should see it yeah like and if you don't like it then you can fucking email us at podcast at McGap and Fries and call us assholes but I like the call to action buddy. but you know but I, I mean like fuck I'll be shocked if you don't like it there's something wrong with you yeah but also we'll talk in spoilers from here on out yeah this is spoiler zone Aquaman he's famous fuck Aquaman no man but Joe when it comes to spoilers with the show the fact that they're like brain burrowing aliens that actually kill you there's no coming mm-hmm. back from mm-hmm. once you've been taken over mm-hmm. and they don't need to take over judo master he just agrees with their plan yeah 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 and that was the final conflict at the end it wasn't trying to blow up the cow or do something else it was like trying to convince peacemaker, peacemaker yeah to do something heinous yeah to and, and, it's, and it's not entirely it doesn't ent- you know it's it kind of makes sense like you understand the logic Mm. You understand the logic behind it. And for a second there, even though you know that he's not going to do it, yeah. there is a moment where you're like, I think you might. There is a beat, though, where he just pulls it and says, Oh, no, he says to Adobo the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the fucking helmet go yeah, yeah, flighty yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck shit up. <laughs> Fuck shit up. <laughs> Gotta say as well, though, that final episode, it's it's like weird brain programming where you've been listening you've been listening to that song and you've been watching the credit sequence mm-hmm. because you like it. It's fun. Yeah. So when they put it in the show... Mm-hmm. At the last battle, where yeah. they're just ripping shit. Yeah, you, you you just get into it. You're ready for it. You're like, fuck yeah! You just it's like a fucking rock concert. Yeah, that and was, also that was and also like smart. things things to do like with the uh, you know with the bad guys with the bugs. What the fuck? Do you remember what they're called? Butterflies. The butterflies. Yeah. It's like um, when fucking Detective Song gets it. Oh yeah, like I was bummed. that came uh, that, that, like that came out of nowhere. Yeah, like, I, I was I, I didn't see that shit coming. But and and also uh, with uh, Lachlan uh, Monroe, her partner. I haven't yeah. seen haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, he's always good. Like. <laughs> He's, he's always good fun. 
Uh, Christ, actually, that whole I think that whole episode with like but, them but going through the condo looking for Peacemaker while he's fucking around on balconies and holding that couple hostage. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was great. That was great. No, but like when the butterflies like uh, just like sort of storm the police station. Yeah, I love that sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, and that they're was all awesome. just running everywhere, and it's like no one has a face mask because face masks are good. Yeah, and also just uh, get, you know coming back to uh, the Justice League cameo at the end. Yeah, like it was. Batman was originally supposed to be there. Bat- they shot it with Batman. With Ben Affleck? No, not with Ben Affleck. There was uh, a body double. A body double. But in the end, they had to take it out because of uh, legal issues. And I don't know what those legal issues were. I think it's because Warner Bros. doesn't know what they're doing. They couldn't find their ass with a map. But the guy who played Batman, I can't remember his name. Rick like, Ward. like, like he, like he, he posted something on his oh. social media, basically saying it's like, look, we did shoot it with Batman. But uh, because I mean, it's it's pretty fucking weird that even though you don't see Henry Cavill or Gal Gadot. You see Aquaman and fucking you, you, Black. You, you do see Wonder Woman and Superman there. Yeah. They did shoot it with Batman. Yeah. But, like, for whatever fucking legal issues or copyright, whatever the fuck, who the fuck knows? It's weird, who cares? It's a good thing kind of how Henry Cavill them got a new Superman lineup. Fuck it. But anyway, eh, or Ben Affleck, whatever. I don't give a shit. Point being, just to see the silhouettes was like, oh, okay, wow. Yeah. Because, like, this is real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, somehow. <laughs> Like in a weird way, even though you've set, even though you've like uh, been on this journey with these people, somehow this like legitimizes it even more. Yeah, because it was already it was already fine, and I think it's already a great model for them. Yeah, and um, there's a I saw t- <laughs> I saw <laughs> uh, I saw <laughs> a TikTok. <laughs> Burns going down. Uh, I saw it was a TikTok. Fuck me. I saw a TikTok. Not nice. I had a, had a whole onion for dinner. Um. There was a TikTok which is like someone said this is the worst thing I've ever seen. We're talking about Marvel. Marvel should make A twenty four style movies where it's a rom com set in the Marvel universe. So like, there's no superhero shit. It's just a normal movie. It's just like mm-hmm. Thanos is in the background or something. Mm-hmm. This is kind of that in a weird way. In a very weird way, it's like because it feels so divorced from everything. Like apart from I was I was surprised when we started ripping on Batman. I love another that. one of those. And another I one of those long that. fucking things. Like, well, how many of us? I mean, again. When it comes down to John Cena's abilities, the ability to go on these incredibly long rants is like, it gets to a point where James Gunn is like, I'm going to do this to him every fucking episode. <laughs> right? There's a point where he has an argument with Vigilante, the neighbor, somebody else, and he'll go on like, well, that's a fucking stupid thing to say. Why would you say that? That's like, that's like saying that, and he'll go into an analogy. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, something yeah, else, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that's not easy to figure, remember all that no, shit. Like he, and they're long scenes. Like he has just crazy improv skills. Like yeah. if you look at the, uh, the outtakes... It's insane, like the shit that he just keeps coming up with. Well, I guess I mean it's it's probably true, you know, a career of having to remember your lines while you're getting pounded in the face by the Undertaker. No, it, no, no, no. It, it's different. It's different. Just, You've been pounded in the face by the Undertaker. No, but I've had to remember a lot of lines. <laughs> Remembering lines is no guarantee of any improv skills at all. Oh no, no, I'm not saying improv. The improv stuff is fantastic. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. yeah. No, I just meant the. The long speeches he's given mm-hmm. without having to take a break for someone else where mm-hmm. they can cut where they can cut away. Yeah, 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 yeah. The long thing of like the improv of like naming every pop culture character in history is <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. And it's and it's really a testament to the the writing that you can because if you watch Suicide Squad, like yes, like Peacemaker is a likable character, he's a fun character, but at the end of Suicide Squad, without giving anything away. He's not a very sympathetic character. He's a dick. He's a fucking asshole. You don't want good things to happen to this person. No. And so for you, for James Gunn to take this character after those events 
and turn him into the most rootable, likable fucking character. You don't mean rootable in the Australian. I don't mean like, no, fuck. Well, you know, I guess depending on He's your... He's a good looking like, man. Depending on your preference, yeah. you know, I, I guess he is fairly oh, fucking rootable, mate. Yeah. But that is such an achievement. It's, it's, it's fucking genius. Yeah. Just it's like it's weaponized likability. Just let James Gunn do whatever the fuck he wants. And I cannot wait for season two, and I cannot wait for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah. So, I mean, if anything, this just fucking proves that James Gunn's a master storyteller. Yeah. He's a master storyteller. And he's a master storyteller with an edge. He he knows he knows how to fucking take really, really despicable characters and like just just run with it and, and run with it in a way that's really fun and and inventive and 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 fresh I, what, I, what i was surprised was also faithful like i did not know yeah. that it was faithful to all these characters backgrounds and yeah. stuff like that we should talk about robert patrick i think robert there, there is a there is a fanfic out there where robert patrick and john voight from um zoolander are brothers because i don't know why did i give him the i thought it was john voight because of the hair Huh? What, the dad? Yeah. Like, I, I never thought it was John Voight. No, no, but John Voight's hair in Zoolander. Like, when he's focusing on the hair, he's also got the same Right, 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 right. Okay. Thing? Yeah. But just, like, the constant belittling from him... Oh, it's terrible. ...is terrible. It's terrible, but and it's hilarious s- at the same time. Yeah. And, and, then, and his backstory with the brother is fucking horrible. I thought... I wasn't sure whether it was censored on HBO, because I showed it a bit in one episode, and, and then I read an article saying what happened. I was like, wait... No, it's that- fucking horrible. Like, yeah. Like, he fucking kills his... And he blames him for it. When he eventually gets that... Catharsis and fucking kills him. You're great. But what I was really interested in was the last scene where he's sitting there with Eagle in a beer. Yeah. And his dad's there as well. Yeah. And it's like fucking. It's like. It's you're, in his you're, head you're, now. you're never getting rid of me. Yeah. And you're he, never getting rid of me. He's going to be around for season two. Yeah. 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 I love that. Which would be a great dynamic. No. No. What does he do now? No. I mean, like, honestly, the way the way the season ends. I have no fucking clue where they're going to go. Yeah. And I love that. That's awesome. Because it's really just sort of like, because it's all blown wide open. Mm. Amanda Waller is like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, also her daughter... Ne- uh, Pretty much around. blows it open like rats are out. We've been talking about that about John Cena. We haven't talked about the other cast, but I think Danielle Brooks is a debayo. I don't want to keep forgetting her names. She was great. No, the whole cast was great. Jennifer Holland, awesome. I mean, like, there's no weak link. It's a great fucking show. Not even Die Beard. Huh? Not even dye beard. No, like he's fucking great. And his like moment, his confession as to why he dyes his beard is fucking beautiful. Oh yeah, when it eventually comes around. Like it's so beautiful. Like everything, everything, every seed that's planted is paid off. Everything gets paid off, and it's just done in in such a beautiful way. And all of the actors are just amazing. Like none of it's like none of it's phoned in. None Mm. of it. But yeah, just the, just the, the weirdness as well, like to drop in, like when you see Robert Patrick's Iron Man outfit, <laughs> and he has like a multi-dimensional closet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I never saw damage control. Was it damage control or what did they call it? I never watched that. But those level of like references are great. You know, mm-hmm. you don't need that reference ambush book or booster gold in an episode. But the fact that just like that's a little small thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, the supervillain has an interdimensional closet to keep his shit in. No, I mean, if, like if you're if you're a comic book fan, there's so many small little things in there that are just like little bits of gold. Yeah. It was awesome. Like, no, I, I, I cannot recommend this enough. What's your insight, What's your insight Kevin, as, as a filmmaker? My insight as a filmmaker is that I have a lot to learn. <laughs> 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 that, was, that, was the, that was the main takeaway for me. It's like, it is uh, a confidence in this, because, like, I mean, I've watched... I've the, watched main, the, main, the, main, the main takeaway for me, like, as a filmmaker is... Uh, Where's your we, game, bitch? It's like, it's like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to what James Gunn does next. I'm interested to see what... He, as Kevin Smith said, he's a man who walks between two worlds. Like, he's mm-hmm. literally pinging back and forth between Marvel and DC. Mm-hmm. 
Suicide Squad was like a, he's a, in, in many Suicide, in many Suicide ways. Squad was a financial failure. He's yeah, but in many ways he is like a modern day Peter Jackson. Like he he is he is walking that fine line of high budget indie. Mm. You know, like uh, like which Peter Jackson doesn't really do anymore. No, but if you like, he's Lord, too busy recoloring. But all Lord, but Lord, like I mean, I think I think ultimately Peter Jackson, what we've discovered him to be is that he more than anything is a, is a historian. Mm. And he's a fan. He's a fan. He's a fan. He's a fan. He's a historian. But if you think of the original Lord of the Rings trilogy, the original Lord of the Rings, tri- Lord of the Rings trilogy was a big budget indie production. Yeah. And every James Gunn movie feels like a big budget indie production. It's swinging for the fences. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's Peacemaker. Yeah. Where can I get one of those helmets? I think it's an easy costume to do. I think it's an easy costume. I did like the fact that he had to have the Dove of Peace. On his weapons, you know, to be effective. <laughs> He's like, I can't murder this guy in cold blood unless I've got a double piece on my sniper rifle. <laughs> He's just making an excuse. But that's the whole show. Yeah. You just nailed it. That's his character. He's just making <laughs> an excuse. And with that, that's the end of our show for today. We'll see what the next one is. Batman, or something else. Who knows? We're just going to say every episode. <laughs> every, we're. We're just going to wrap up every episode from now on just saying and uh, uh, listen to our thoughts on the Batman next week yeah. and we'll never <laughs> fucking review it. Listen to our thoughts on the Batman and Gavin's time living in the UK. This I is, will never just... I will never review the Batman. Finally, we've given in to the whole thing of it's just middle-aged men talking shite. On, we were always talking shite but now we're talking less <laughs> important shite than ever before. And now we actually are middle-aged. Yes. We weren't when we started this fucking thing. No. I was looking for the old posts and it was like, we didn't get to review The Dark Knight because that's why we started the podcast. But here's The Dark Knight Rises review. I haven't listened to it. (laughs) But I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. Because like, we would talk about The Dark Knight so much. Yeah. That's why we started the podcast. That's why we started the podcast. But we never never reviewed The Dark Knight. Well, that's our Patreon bonus when we set that up. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, I haven't seen The Batman it is still my third favorite Batman movie. Wow. We're going on a limb there. Batman Returns, Batman Begins, Dark Knight. You put Begins above Dark Knight? I do. Wow. Because it's a Batman movie. Mm, I actually need to double check whether he does more detecting than that. Because he does. everyone says they detect the Batman. I love Batman it. Returns. And Batman Begins is a fucking Batman movie. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye!